It's Thursday, December 22nd, 2011. I am proud to announce that last week the EPA finalized the mercury and air toxic standards for power plants. Good news for anyone who breathes. It's a good day in the fight for cleaner air. Finally, new rules to clean up toxic mercury and arsenic air pollution. Tens of thousands of people are demonstrating their opposition to a coal-fired power plant. 30,000 Chinese occupy to protest coal plants. Meet today's world's newest oil spill, now in Nigeria. Plus, (laughs) burning trends in a melting Arctic. That's hot. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Up to 30,000 residents who claim that power plant is polluting the water and damaging their livelihood occupied a public highway and the police moved in with tear gas there. Wow. Los Angeles? Berkeley? Davis? New York City? Oh, China. It gets so confusing these days. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, some breaking news as we go to air today. The president is ordering an additional $113 million in emergency aid to Ethiopia, Kenya, Somalia due to rising temperatures and drought, which now threatens some 13 million people. Yes, scientists say that climate change is going to cause more of these deep droughts and exacerbate famines throughout Africa in the years to come. And it's getting very costly for the U.S., You'd think Republicans would give a damn about that. Oh, you'd think. Also in Africa, it's the world's newest oil spill. Just days after oil giant Royal Dutch Shell spilled 13,000 gallons of crude oil in the Gulf of Mexico, just miles from the site of the BP oil disaster, well, Shell has really outdone themselves this time with a whopping 1.6 million gallons spilled from a drilling rig off the coast of Nigeria. Shell is reportedly preparing cleanup operations as a 100-mile oil slick heads for Nigeria. Beaches. Is it just my imagination, or have we had a world's newest oil spill in pretty much episode after episode of the Green News Report over the last several weeks? You are not mistaken, and we have not covered all of them. Oh, nice. Ominous signs in the Arctic. <laughs> That's the sound of a plume of methane being set on fire by students at the University of Alaska at Fairbanks as it seeps from a frozen Arctic lake. Scientists are seeing disturbing increases in methane emissions from the melting Arctic. Fairbanks professor Katie Walter Anthony explains why this matters. We look at how much carbon is in permafrost still frozen and the potential for that permafrost to thaw in the future. We estimate that more than 10 times the amount of methane that's right now in the atmosphere will come out of these lakes. So we're talking about greenhouse gases that have been locked up safely in the earth now for millions of years that could be released as the globe is warming? Yes, and it's not just methane from melting permafrost on the land. Another area of concern is the melting of frozen methane trapped in the water of the Arctic Ocean. Both have potentially enough methane to overwhelm any efforts to curb global warming. But scientists say there isn't enough data yet, and so far the good news is they say we don't appear to have crossed any tipping points yet. 30,000 Chinese occupy to protest coal plants. CNN International reports that the protests were at least partially successful. Chinese government authorities have agreed to cancel plans for a second coal plant in the region and to enter talks on ways to reduce pollution. So incredibly, China has conceded to the protesters, whereas in this country, we just pepper spray them, torture them and ignore them completely. 
But there is good news on coal plants in America for anyone who breathes. It's clean up or shut down for the nation's dirtiest coal-fired power plants. Here's EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson. This is a great victory for public health, especially for the health of our children. Before this rule, there were no national standards limiting the amount of mercury, arsenic, chromium, nickel, and acid gases that power plants across the country could release into the air we all breathe. The new standards will take effect in 2014, a full 24 years after Congress first ordered them. The coal industry has spent that time fighting off innovation, instead choosing to spend millions on lobbying and lawsuits. These are the standards that the Republicans in Congress have been fighting to disallow the EPA from enforcing, correct? Yes, as Administrator Jackson noted in her press conference, they voted 190 times to gut the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act this year alone. Wow. The new coal plant pollution standards will prevent an estimated 11,000 premature deaths, 4,000 heart attacks, and 130,000 cases of childhood asthma every year, and will reduce mercury contamination in fish that causes neurological damage in babies and children. That's just going to keep people alive a lot longer. It's going to cost us a lot of money in Social Security and Medicare. Yep, critics charge that this deliberate poisoning of Americans is necessary for the economy. Really? I thought I was kidding with that joke. For more on all of today's stories and the ones we could not get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. We're going to take a short break for the holidays, but we will see you in the new year. Until then, from all of us here at the Green News Report, we hope you have a very safe and healthy and happy holiday. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. We'll see you next year. This has been your Green News Report. Green News Report.